listening to the Snippets Career Podcast. G'day, guys. Pun with Josh here. We're on episode. What are we? We're on episode six today. Um, I've got the lovely. Who have we got here today? I am Brianna Goodchild. Okay, we say that she's a good child, but I don't know what her parents say. Do you reckon you're the good child I or the bad child? I am a good child? child by name and by reputation. What does your sister have to think about that, Brianna? I think she could back it up. She's also a goody too. We're goody girls, as we call ourselves. <laughs> How good. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Where we go? We got some food. We're having some lunch. We're doing a half an hour chat. She's only got half an hour. Um, yep, I'm on my lunch break. But yeah, All do you want to... Do you want to introduce yourself to everyone out there that doesn't know who you are? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, my name is Brianna Goodchild. Um, I've worked in film and TV professionally for the last six years. So, I've got 800 plus broadcast uh, broadcast credits to my name. I've done a bit of live TV, a bit of sport. Um, I just love things film and TV. It's always been my passion. So, I studied in high school and at university. And then I love to do both in front and behind the camera. So... Um, I work primarily as a presenter, writer, producer. I do some acting and love to, you know, um, work for the money, but also do my own projects and really get as much going. And, 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 and I love roller skating and that's my sport of choice. So love being active and living an active lifestyle and between running, gym and roller skating, that keeps me busy. Yeah, nice. How good. Oh, I'm sore my food and kind of dying here a little bit. Um, roller skating. Where where do you go roller skating? Because I think I yeah. go anywhere and everywhere, and I've travelled with my skates before as well. So I go to skate parks, discos, um, just chuff around town on them because you know it makes it a little bit more fun. Um, yeah, anywhere and everywhere. I love travelling up north. I apparently was the first roller skater on Magnetic Island. So a little family told me of locals who were at the skate park there. They had a pretty cool skate park. So there we go. That's one for the belt. How cool. Have you have you been in a podcast before? Yeah, I have. And you I have. run many myself, so. You run many? Okay. Yeah, what, what they, yeah. Well, everyone, MBL1 North in the North. You can tune in and hear us every week talking about the basketball. That's where mainly do some podcasts available on Spotify and soon to be back on YouTube. Check so, it out. So, wait, what is it called? Can you spell it out for me? Yeah, so in the North and it's by Basketball Queensland and it's the official MBL1 North podcast that accompanies all the games and the talk of the league so we're about halfway through this season if you're a b-baller check it out you'll recognize me from the game of the week commentary sweet i'll put it in the description um (laughs) my next question for you is how did we meet can you remember how we met um i think someone slid into my dms and i was like what's this and then there was a podcast and i'm like yeah send me the information i'll have a look um and then and then you rocked up at one of the roller skating gigs i was working at and I was like, all right, seems safe. We might go ahead with this. We might. I feel like there was a bit more of the story than that, but that was pretty much it. I was oh, just I like- Oh, I think that's a good summary. No, okay, let's go back. Okay, so like Callum, shout out to Callum. You know Callum, don't you? From Run Club, the guy that oh, does yeah, Run Club. Oh yeah, the guy who runs Sparrows, yep. Anyway, I'll tell my side of the story. Okay, this will be interesting. So I was, I was running- and then, um, well, I wasn't running. I was there for coffee, like always. I don't exercise. Like you said to me, apparently I don't exercise. Um, but yeah, don't exercise. 
And um, yeah, we were just chatting. Like, obviously, Callum was like, "Yeah, this is all these people." And then I, I looked at you, and you looked just real interesting. Like, you were wearing something crazy, like real colourful. Always. And I was like, "That chick looks kind of interesting." Anyway, and then I saw you tagged in the um, Run Club page. It's called Sparrows. Anyway, yeah, yeah. you were tagged for a story. I was like, "Okay, let's check this person out." Anyway, then I saw your show reel. Okay. So I saw the show reel in yeah. your in your bio, and yep, then I was link like, "Bio DM for inquiries." I was like, "I was like, shit, this is the girl that's on that kid show that I used to watch when I was probably like 26, 27. Anyway, it was funny because like I watched this show, and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's that chick that's crazy, and she, you know, teaches science on that kid show." Anyway, how funny! I was like, you know what? Maybe I just message her on. On uh, Instagram, go on to the DMs if you if you know what I mean. And I was like, "Look, do you want to come on my podcast?" Anyway, that happened, and then I saw you were rollerblading, and I was like, "Sweet, roller like, skating, roller skating. roller skating, big difference." Okay. Anyway, saw you doing that, so I was like, "Why not?" Anyway, now we're here, so yeah. that's that's more of the context. Okay. I think I think I yeah. missed the running part. To be fair, I didn't see you there, so <laughs> but I did notice you commented first on the running story. So then I was like, oh, no, we, we spoke about that too. I was like, do you go to Sparrows? Okay. Yeah. It so all makes sense. It, it all, it's much it's better now, now that you have context, because mm-hmm. I think, I think women sometimes, or I shouldn't say this, I think people sometimes uh, take it out of context. But anyway, let's, well, let's keep no going. Well, there's no context provided, it's hard not to. So exactly. two-way street. Well, thank you for coming on the show anyway. Yeah. Exciting um, to be here. Yeah, so I don't know. I haven't really prepared for today. I never really prepare. And I think that's what I love about it is like I go through my head and I go, hmm, what kind of questions do I have for, for – so do I say Brianna or Brianna? Yeah, Brianna. Brianna. So it's the Irish spelling. The way I like to say it is it's Brian with an A, but how would you say Lana? You, it's L-A-N-A. So you say Lana. You don't say Lana. So I'm Brianna Del Rey. Wow. So are you, where are your parents from then? Um, so I've got a bit of Eastern European heritage. Um, my mum's side is Russian and then um, other mixes like Scottish, Irish and Brianna's an Irish name with the Irish spelling and then, yeah, a bit of English and stuff too. Wow, inter- interesting mix, interesting mix. No, it's funny. Um, I want to do a quick shout out to my mate Jake because he made a funny comment. When I put up your photo... Um, you know, I've had, I've had, you know, attractive women that I've, I've had on the podcast and he goes, mate, are you just interviewing attractive women? <laughs> and I laugh so hard, which is kind of true. Like, no, I'm kidding. Well, thanks. Um, Shout out to Jake for the compliment. Cheers, buddy. His girlfriend's going to love that. Um, anyway, so it, it's funny cause I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm meeting random people, interesting people that I'm like, you know, I, I, I see people and I go, this person looks like they have an interesting story and and you're yeah. one of those people that do you know i oh, think cheers from from my experience of you know just even looking at your instagram and, and your posts and stuff like that you're always doing stuff and i'm like are you do you sleep like what well, what do you do you you're actually cra- well okay people would <laughs> call you, people would call you crazy i think you're crazy but i'm probably the same like people say the same about me yeah um but i think it's it's such a great thing to have. Like I see you and you're, you're very passionate about what you do and you do everything that you love and, and you might do 60 to 70 hours a week, but you love it and you have fun at the same time. Yeah, you know what they say, sleep when you're dead, am I right? Um, but anyway, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, the motto to go by at the moment. But look, um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of reasons about that, but I'll let you probe. 
Yeah, okay. Um, in terms of career so far, mm-hmm. have there been any points in your career that you've had, I guess I guess I call it hindsight, like where you've you've gone through something extremely tough or hard or you've made a decision um, based on a, a point in your career that you thought was like the end of the world and then you realised like a year or two later that it was the best decision you ever made? Um, look... Always. I think you can't do um, <clears throat> years of any profession without that happening, perhaps, but maybe not if you're passionate. And I think um, the space of film and TV, especially in Australia, is um, it's, an, it's a challenging environment. And look, most industries are these days. It's very hard to get jobs. And it's very hard to keep jobs. And, you know, we've just been through a pandemic. We're still in it. Um, so, yes, definitely. Always. There's been lots of challenges and at the end of the day it always comes down to the same couple of things which is passion, persistence and knowing um, why you do things and values not strictly monetary or um, there's values that exist beyond the present. So, you know, so you've got to have your reasons for doing things and know what things are worth and then how much you put up with where. Um, so definitely with film and TV, it's been a thing. Biggest hindsight for me, especially coming out of uni, is the greatest resource you have are those around you. The better we all do, the better we all do. So I think the biggest thing you can do is be an advocate for everyone else you know, acknowledge the talent of others around you and watch them do the same back. And yeah, literally there's, I think the biggest thing people can take away in life, if you can click this, you're going to live a happy life, is it's really sad if someone else's happiness says anything about you. It's like, it's not about you. It actually has nothing to do with you. So you should be able to be happy for anyone doing well and that exists outside of your world. And I think if you can adapt that and, you know, celebrate other people's wins with them, they'll be able to do the same with you. And then, you know, when someone else is doing well, that means great things for you. You want to be around people doing well because that means you can do well and we can all do well. And then that's exciting and there's new opportunities. So I think that's a big thing. The biggest, um, the people around you are your best resources. Um, so, you know, don't burn bridges. Look to work with each other. Acknowledge each other's talents. Be less competitive and more collaborative is a great way to look at it. Hmm. That was very impactful, I think. Um, yeah. Like I, I saw, oh, what was it? Uh, a CEO of Capiche. I need to give a shout out to Ryan. He um he did a bit of a a post on LinkedIn on on one of his employees, and it really took me back because I think a lot of CEOs don't do that, you know. And obviously, it's a it's not a small company, but he didn't have to do that, mm-hmm. but he did. And and the effects that that has on the team yeah. morale is is incredible. You know, yeah. you're. You're as strong as your weakest person. Well, not weakest, but I, I hate the word weak. I like the word opportunity. You're as strong as the person that has the most potential. I think that's... Oh, that, that, there you go. That's that, a positive that, way. Yes, you can always frame things better. Mm, yeah. You know, like for me, I, I, I think about weakness in a different way and I change that word to opportunity. Mm. So it, opportunity is what most people would define weakness – or like another classic example for me is being content. I use that as a concept instead of being happy because happiness is a state that you can't always be in and we strive for happiness, yeah? Mm. But if we strive for being content, you can be content in any situation, any time. Yeah, I suppose so. 
Um, I feel like content lacks a little bit of pizzazz for me. So, um, but I think it's like, enjoy the journey. This is another big thing, big thing. So for anyone listening who is maybe looking to get into film or if you're already there, I'm sure you might um, agree with these sentiments. But the big thing is, I think um, what I like to say film school is really good for as in uni is sometimes you feel like you get out and you're like, what the beep did I learn? But I think um, the biggest thing is, we all get out there and think, I'm going to be a director by age 26 and have an Oscar and blah, blah, blah. And um, and sometimes we're so focused on end goals that when they seem unachievable, we just fall off the map and give up and blah, 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 and then want whatever we want. And that's fine. But I think if you're someone who wants to play the long-term game, um, it's just as important to enjoy the journey. Don't, don't be in it for the destination. Be in it because you love the day-to-day and I think that's the thing. Like for me, my people always go, but what do you really want to do? Because I have my hand in many, um, in many pies and do many things. And my, I had to think about this a lot recently because COVID was a disastrous time for film and TV. And I can tell that st- story later if you want, but there's definitely been incredible challenges in my career and um, have definitely lost it all. But before, but... Um, yeah, like the big thing was, you know, why you why do you do it? Why do you want to do it? And for me, my goal was like, I just love film and TV. I'm not interested in anything else. I don't want to work in anything else. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for the fame, blah, 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 blah. I do it because this is what I want to do with my time. And so, and then, and then also, and I'm happy to accept that I'll do like whatever it takes to make it work. And I'm also happy for it to play out in the timelines. It will play out in, not in my timelines. So... I think um, persistence is everything, knowing why you do something and being quite honest about that and then, you know, forming that around and then just getting creative within that. But, yeah, definitely for film and TV, we have to be adaptable. And as I, as an interviewer for a job once said to me, is like, you know, you need to be a snake who can shed its skin. And I was like, I tell you what, I'm definitely a sh- snake and I shed my skin several times a day. So, you know, you got to be a little bit uh, moldable but without changing the core. I love that. Nah. Anyway, no, that that's that's great. I think um, a great advocate of that is Gary V. So I myself really struggled with that concept of I'm a person that juggles 15 balls and I know that I'm going to drop 10, but five of them are going to stick and I'm going to catch them. Um, and, and that was something that I kind of got off Gary V because he's like, he was talking to this person. They're like, you know, there's so many things I want to do, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, we'll do them. Like, yeah, you know, that's you, it. That's it. At the end of the day, it's like, oh, there's actually like nothing stopping you. Like things are hard, but does that matter? No, it's it's a game of numbers. I think it is so a game <laughs> of numbers. Please, everyone listening, it's just a number game. Yeah, it, it is. Like in terms of me, you know, I'm doing all this stuff with my snippets of life, pun with Josh, um, and opportunities are coming up. I I have I have been relentless in what I've done. You know, I've gone around Brisbane City speaking to every single business. And I've probably spoken to over 300 people. And I know that 1% of them, because I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in science, and like 1% of those people are going to say yes. I'm going to get 1,000 no's and 10 yeses. Mm. So I've got to go to 1,000 people. So that's how I, I live my life is, is that you need to go out, do things. And opportunity comes, you know, like I, I've been quite fortunate. I've had people reach out on LinkedIn recently. I've been posting a lot on LinkedIn and I've had interviews this week and last week. So it's, um, it's exciting to see where things come. And, and in four weeks, 
I have no idea where I'm going to be. Yeah. Well, that's it too. And that's like, again, it comes down to personalities. And I think there's, um, it's really good to think about what, again, with that journey thing, you've got to know that I've had so many people I've known who've worked in film and TV, but they just drop out because they're not, it's stressful. Um, it's very turbulent. It's very, what I would positively phrase dynamic. And I live for that. I like a little bit of chaos. I like not knowing who I'll be in this many months time. Um, that for me is exciting because I'm someone who does get a bit bored easily. So I don't like it to be all too easy because then I just like get efficient at stuff and then be like, oh, boring, squeeze boring. Um, but yeah, definitely what you were saying as well. I think, yeah, so important. And my biggest thing is like momentum matters. And even when you have nothing and so long story short, COVID disastrous for the film industry, 15,000 full-time equivalent jobs axed overnight. Um, I was on a new Channel 9 um, TV show I was going to be partnered with Disney. It was the best thing I've ever worked on. I was one of the um, main hosts slash actors on it and then was producing as well. We'd done about a fifth of it going through, went skydiving, everything for it. And literally within, I was also working more than full time. So I was doing that. I was booking out weekend MC events through Channel 9. And then I was flying interstate each week to film a basketball show in Sydney. So literally burning the candle at both ends. COVID happened, the Grand Prix, I was actually there, got cancelled, um, you know, NBA got cancelled, came back and we found out um, within the space of a long weekend, got the text, hey, all these events are being cancelled, got the text, hey, we can't fly anyone interstate, got the text, hey, guys, you finish in a week, bye. And the show won't come back, it's dead. And because they now own the IP, the show can't ever be used anywhere. So that was like pretty full on. So for someone who'd never been unemployed in their life since like, um, you know, early high school or whatever, lost it all in a week and just had to be like, this is how it is. This is my life. And then, and then it was very hard because um, it was, you know, I was someone who had a lot of genuine experience and um, I had to kind of literally start from scratch because there was just, um, there wasn't anything around. And then I kept getting back, oh, you're great, but there's nothing because COVID. So we'll be in touch. And then, and then that like a million times over. But again, it's a number game. And that sort of literally did happen for about six months. Um, and then now I am reaping the benefits because I don't think I ever worked as hard for nothing um, before in my life. But now, you know, it's, it's momentum matters. When it rains, it pours. And the more you do, the more you can do. And um, people love busy people. So I think it's just a persistence. That was a good thing. Persistence and then creating your own momentum by just hustling. Um, and then once you got that momentum, keep it going and things will just keep coming. That's what you're saying. You, by creating your own momentum, you've just been able to have things come to you. And that's the, that's the privileged position. If you work hard enough to like get the ball rolling, eventually things just start to stick on. Yeah. I, it's, it's so true. Like a great example of that. I, was, I saw a chat yesterday with, um, uh, I'm having a brain fart right now. <laughs> my, my brain's just not working hey like oh. Susanna Susanna George oh, okay so she's the CEO of Urban List she oh, wow. um yeah incredible human yeah she basically started this business um no one believed in her and like it was just on whim it wasn't like based on anything really and she got within a I think it was within a day she got a thousand users going through I can't remember the statistics anyway in a day. Within That's a day. so impressive. Her, her goal was like a thousand in a month and it happened in a day. So it was basically wow. they, they wanted to get a business on board and they wanted to get um, 
a thousand users on the website in the first month. They smash that goal like out of the water. Anyway, they're killing it now. You know, yeah, like obviously, I know about yeah, it. that's so impressive. Um, but yeah, it's something that's so important. I guess is that just don't give up, keep going, even if even if you know people don't believe in you because that's the thing. Like people are going to be like it's, that. Yeah. Well, I think you know, I've always just said to me myself be so good they can't say no like don't expect it's you do need people to believe in you well it's nice but it's like believe in yourself first and then that will make people believe in you yeah yeah definitely so i got this is a pretty interesting question that i've just kind of got in my head i'm like i'm curious to ask you being a female in the media industry Mm -hmm. i can imagine it can be really tough at times and I, i don't know like for like i guess what i'm kind of thinking about is female reporters in sport mm-hmm. okay that's a very mm-hmm. niche place but it's a place where you know obviously there's, there's certain comments or things that men would say or people would say about females in those kind of areas how do you i think deal with that or have there been any cases of that occurring i guess yeah well look i um i think we're all pretty aware of the landscape of just I suppose sexism in general and I think it's great to see that we're definitely like moving on as a society and I think there's so much to be said about how um, how good things are these days which isn't dismissing any problems that are around um, and obviously it's not a perfect landscape here and there's stuff that still unconsciously happens and that can even come from females, you know, all this stuff. So there's, there's always more to be done in that space but I think um, it's great that we're so conscious of that now And I think um, the media industry, you know, you definitely hear about it, is notorious for such things. But I do feel like um, there there is definitely a shift or at least an acknowledgement of it and how that plays out is dependent per person, per company and all those things. So I can only speak from my experience. But um, I think for me is uh, I have been able to – come in and be me and I'm very happily me and then I think um I look there are there are some sort of ceilings but I think um thanks to those who come before and um I think if you're so good they can't say no I just sort of almost don't let that be something I ever play into and then I think for me that's worked out quite well where I you know if I speak to an older male I don't feel any um difference and I think in that respect that often I don't experience any difference um and yeah and so it's good for me because I'm currently working as a commentator for the basketball and that's a great space too because there's not a lot of female commentators and there's not a lot of young female commentators so I'm really excited to get in that space and be able to bring um a unique selling point and that's something I focus on as well I think when you're in these really competitive industries and industries where you have to be yourself don't focus on um how you can be like other people or how you can meet certain standards. Focus on like, it's not about me being as good as my co-host or being better than this other person. It's about what I bring and what I can bring is a different perspective that's unique to me and a unique selling point, which is, you know, young female perspective, bit of comedy. So that's what I've been focusing on, which is like, yeah, that's great. This is adding something new to this space. So it's little things like that through pushing through that opportunity. And, you know, sometimes... Um, if you're a a minority, like a female in sport, that can also be a benefit because it's harder to get in, but you can carve more of a niche there. So, yeah. 
I like that perspective. I think that's a great perspective. It's like it's like females in construction or engineering. Um, so my background, I was in construction for about five to six years. And when there was females in the office or the team, it changed the dynamics. And it mm. was amazing. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I've had the same experience going into nursing as a male. You know, I was studying nursing. I've been working in a hospital as a theatre orderly. And it's awesome. Like, I love it. You're surrounded by women and... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, no, well, definitely. It, it well, is. a lot of the offices I've worked out, us women are taking over. I tell you that, surely. But um, yeah, although there's a lot in film space, there's definitely a lot to be done in terms of female directors and female crew and stuff. So you know, there's much more to grow. But um, the good thing is, uh, Screen Queensland, Screen Australia definitely have some good initiatives. So I think that's it. I think um, regardless of where the problem's at, it's definitely more at the forefront of people's. Um, minds and we're able to acknowledge it and therefore we're able to make progress and be better about things or more more um, reactive to fixing things. No, it is exciting. Uh, another question I want to ask you is, so you think you're a bit funny. What's your best joke? <laughs> okay, you- got it. All right, so you ready? Um, what's the difference between a dirty bus stop and a lobster with breast implants? I'm going to think about this. I'm not good. TikTok. Tick, How much time do I have? 30 seconds on the clock. Okay, just nah, stop. Sorry, can, 10, you, can you read? read? <laughs> okay, well, go. Nah. Hurry up. Give me, give, me, give me a solution. One's a crusty bus station. The other's a busty crust station. Oh, that's great. That is pretty funny. You've yeah. been, you've, you've had, <laughs> is this like your go-to joke? No, it came up with it on the spot. Never heard it before in my life. No, I love it. I've got a mate, Gene, that like he, um, he's so funny. He, uh. He did like six months of just learning jokes. Yeah, Like right. he went through like, I think he went through like joke books and like every person he'd meet, he'd be like, what's your best joke? And, Ooh, he's, and yeah. he's got some really like good a ones. a horrible question though. Most people hate it. Yeah, well, when you say you're funny, like if, I, I think you're not really funny if you say you're funny. Well, Cause it's a little I, bit this is the general thing, but I like to go around being like, I'm hilarious. So, you know. I thought, is it laughing at you or laughing with you? Because that that's you're still funny either way. But yeah, I'd probably la- I don't know. I kind of laugh with you, but at you. It depends what you're doing. Depends what I'm doing, and it depends where the honesty lies. I mean, there's honesty in everything, and it's just how much is flicking this one side. But I've come from working in kids' TV, and I love it because you have to be a little bit of a goofball in that, and you can't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. And so I've had some people be like, oh, "I hate puns," and I'm like, "No, nah, live for it, love it, there for it." Live it, love it, breathe it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, you know, those, what are they oh, called? Live, live, love, love, laugh. Laugh. That's it. That's yeah, it. I'm yeah, going to get fun. one and put that in my room just for fun. Um, no, cool. I did. I have got a new number plate and I think you'll enjoy it. Maybe I should tell you about it now. I'll probably have the number plate before I put this podcast up. Oh, no, I probably won't. Um, it's yellow, which goes with my logo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's three letters. What do you think it is? Oh, three letters. Yeah. Um. Ten, zip. nine, zip. No, P U N. Oh, it's P U E. P U N. Pen. P U U. Pun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Pen. everyone. Just had a little <laughs> conniption. Um, but yeah. Wow. I'm not cutting that out. I'm going to leave that in. That was hilarious. Yeah, that is hilarious. Laugh at me with that one. Wow. Pin um, from pin to pen to pun. Got but there yeah. at the end though. Three goes. Three goes. That's all right. I didn't get your joke, so that's okay. Um, I'm thinking like, okay, what? How would you? 
for everyone out there, how would you describe yourself in one sentence? A maximizer. That's in two words. A maximizer. Okay, I love yeah. that. Okay, now my next question for you. This is a really. T- this is probably the hardest question of the whole interview. <gasps> um, how would you describe me in a sentence? I'll give you. I take some time. Don't rush no, into it. I don't need time. Time is of the essence. I would say you are um, a prospector. Is how I would say it. A prospector. Okay. Do you want to go into that a little bit more for the yeah, audience? Yeah, I can. Um, that is someone who see if, discovers what lays before them and then prospects options and opportunities based on that. So you're very much you like think of the old prospectors in the gold mining era. So you'd go out there, see what you can find, and then from there make your plans. So it's prospecting your options rather than going in with a considered plan ahead of time. And yeah, still action based, but very open to whatever arises. I love that because I don't have. Um, I would say that sums me up perfectly. Like yeah, and I like I said, I don't need time. Don't need time. Plan is not in my vocabulary, but that's perfect. Okay, last question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for everyone out there, what would you recommend? It can be anything from movie to podcast to okay. book to whatever you want that I guess like means something to you or that someone else could get value from. Ooh, okay. Um, watch The Dressmaker. It's an Australian film and I just love it. I think it's fantastic and um, it's super important to support our Australian film industry. Don't think, oh, Australian movies are bad. Get that cultural cringe out of your mind, grab it, scrunch it up in your hand and chuck it out the door for me, please. Thank you. Because if we don't support ourselves, no one else will. And then all our talented people won't be able to work here. So it's important, people. Chuck out your little prejudice and um, get behind people. Start supporting. Be advocates. I love it. Support local, as as we shall say. But yeah, thank you very Sorry, much. It's a bit like savage, but you know, don't take it personally. Just like get in there and have a good time. There's some good films out there. There is. I, I've been to. I've actually been to a few film festivals, like Australian film film festivals, mm. and they're amazing. They're incredible. Yeah, but I'm even like, it doesn't even need to be the festival stuff. It's just like we need to start creating our junk films too. Like, just get them out there. More the merrier. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any junk films at all? Junk films. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've said this. Oh, um, that I like. I no, I've, do you have, have you done any? Oh, have I done any? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. My uni ones. Yeah, uni ones. Okay, yeah. we should, I reckon we should pop one of them up on the, on the show. Mm. Okay, well, thank <laughs> you very much for your time. Thank um, you. Happy Friday to everyone. It's Friday today. It's a beautiful day in Brisbane, raining and everything. But yeah, I'm pumped with Josh and just want to say thank you for coming on board. Thank you. I've had a, had a time. Cheers. Thank you for listening to another Snippets podcast. Don't forget to subscribe for more career content.